Welcome back to The Leaders We Need. I'm Joel Harder. This podcast is part of our work at Oklahoma Capital Culture, and we are tackling the problem of incivility in our politics. We're providing resources, experiences, and opportunities that are helping everyday Oklahomans from all walks of life to discover the power of their voice and the tools to engage their leaders in a way that breaks through the cycles of incivility that are damaging our culture and create gridlock in their work to address the real problems problems we're facing. Well, summer is still with us, but the break in the heat is just around the corner. Capital Culture has a busy fall ahead of us. In addition to the multiple leadership roundtables across our state, we are embarking on a university tour, bringing bipartisan legislative panel discussions to college campuses in Oklahoma. Capital Culture is shaping a culture of civility, integrity, and servant leadership among our policymakers. And you can join us in this work. Visit www.capitalculture.com to find out about all the things we're doing. Become a culture creator today. Culture creators are an integral part of the success of this work, and you'll get exclusive access to resources and all of our events. Well, today on The Leaders We Need, our season three premiere features a conversation with three great friends of Capital Culture. We welcome Governor Kevin Stitt to discuss his vision for the Oklahoma Governor's Prayer Breakfast and his thoughts on the role of leaders in setting the tone for all of us to follow and accomplish more than we thought possible. Governor Stitt is joined by Bob Goff, international best-selling author and sought-after speaker who was in Oklahoma for A Night of Hope, the first annual benefit supporting the Oklahoma Governor's Prayer Breakfast and the work of Oklahoma Capital Culture. Bob is a dynamic thinker, speaker, and he is the honorary consul of the Republic of Uganda to the United States. The conversation between Governor Stitt and Bob Goff was hosted by my good friend, Dan Darling, a speaker, pastor, and the author of multiple best-selling books, including Away With Words. Well, get ready for a fantastic season of the Leaders We Need podcast, and let's get into this season premiere, a conversation with Bob Goff and Governor Kevin Stitt. Capital culture has enabled a different and a new atmosphere in state politics. This is The Leaders We Need with Joel Harder, a podcast going beyond the politics and policies to focus on the people who lead in our communities, states, and nation. Conversations that restore the civility we need in our politics while promoting the integrity we need in our leaders. The Leaders We Need with Joel Harder, a resource from Oklahoma Capital Culture. Well, Governor, welcome to the podcast. You've been on it before. I don't know if you you realize that, but when we did those conversations last year on economics with impoverished and underserved communities, I kind of took all that and put it on the podcast. So people have heard you, but thanks for being on the Leaders We Need podcast. Excellent. Excellent. Good to be here. And Bob Goff, welcome to Oklahoma. Hey, thanks a million. I'm having a good time. I'm filled very welcome. Yeah. Every single person I've been meeting, just smiling and just there. You guys got welcoming down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And my good friend, Dan Darling, who's you've been on the podcast before and you're in Oklahoma too. Thanks for making the, making the trip just for the podcast. I'm glad to be here and love the work that you're doing here. 
Well, Dan, I'm just going to hand it to you. Uh, there's a special reason that all of us are here in Oklahoma City, and I want you just to lead us in conversation. And let's talk a little bit about what's going to be happening in just a few hours from right now. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate that. And uh, just glad to be flanked here by two great leaders, two great men, uh, Governor Stitt here from Oklahoma and Bob Goff from California, but author and speaker and Bob Goff things, right? Yeah, it's just Bob stuff. Yeah, Bob stuff. <laughs> so uh, I want to ask you first, Governor Stitt. So we're here, uh, gathered here as part of the Night of Hope, which is part of the Governor's Prayer Breakfast. A prayer breakfast is not uncommon in a state or in, uh, nationally, but there's a kind of different vibe here, kind of a different approach that you're trying to take in terms of trying to unify folks around this prayer. Why, why is this so meaningful to you and so important to gather people for prayer? When I first took office in 2019, and uh, Joel is a really good friend of, of mine, and we started talking, and we realized that there was certain organizations had prayer breakfasts, but there wasn't a governor's prayer breakfast. And so the governor can convene these type of things and get the whole state praying for a specific purpose. And so we had this idea. We started in 2019 because really the government... We, we talk about this all the time in my office. I mean, you can pass laws to do this or that, but really what changes and what moves people is community, is uh, neighbors walking alongside neighbors, it's prayer. Those are the things that change outcomes for states, for nations. And so we really wanted to call on God as a state and unify ourselves and bring kind of prayer to the to the center of what we were trying to do. And we wanted to, we started that at the beginning of every legislative session. And uh, it's just been amazing. So this is our third year to do it. We're going to continue to do it. We know that prayer moves the heart of God. And we wanted to honor honor the Lord in, in, in the state of Oklahoma. And, uh, and we can do that. And we can unify our whole state through it. So, Bob, you're here. And I think, you know, we're here for a night of hope. I think that could be summarized as kind of the message you, you are trying to give people hope through the work that you're doing through the books that you're writing trying to either give people hope or encourage people who have resources and means to kind of step into the areas and and uh, help people who are suffering and i say all that to say you know there's a lot in the world right now that reasons to grieve a lot of things that are upsetting with we think of we're in this pandemic we we see people around us sick or dying of covid we have you know the tragedy in Afghanistan. And then there's just a number of things people are dealing with in their, in their lives. What is your message to people? What are you, what are you, what are you trying to uh, tell people in a time when it's, it's hard sometimes to find reasons for hope? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I'm trying to tell myself, which is to be hoping for others, what I'm hoping for myself, mm -hmm. right? Cause I want a, a solid marriage. I'm with sweet Maria here in the room. I want my kids to thrive. I want the same things that everybody else wants. People across Oklahoma want those Things. So somebody, it wasn't me, said, if God answered every one of your prayers, would anything change in somebody else's life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what I want to do is make it uh, the coin of the realm that we're hoping for other people, what we're hoping for ourselves, that idea to make your requests known to God. And this is a God who says, I know it all. Uh, I think it's to make it known to yourself and not just what my needs are, but my brother's needs, my sister's needs, the neighbor's needs. I really am moved by that idea of loving your neighbor. Uh, and that means not going across an ocean always it means going across the street. Mm. It, it can mean both, mm. but just like start across the street, bake somebody a pie. If they don't want it, I do. Mm. Um, so to actually, uh, have, uh, like hope, but then turn into action. 
There's a verse that's in Galatians. The only thing that matters is faith expressed in love. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what tonight is all about. It's gathering people to say, how can we make our requests known to God and express our faith in love? Governor Stitt, there's a lot that people in public service can do, right? People who are serving in offices like yours, governor or perhaps, you know, school board or state representative or a judge. Uh, but then there's a, there's, there's a limit, right, to what politics can do. And I've seen, just watch the way that you've led, that you also are embrace the work that people may, who may not be politicians or may not have a title or be famous can do in their community. So just talk a little bit about how the faith community, the nonprofit community, and the government kind of need each other and work together in that way. You said it really well. We've got uh, we've got an initiative called Be a Neighbor, mm -hmm. and we're trying to engage the church community to step up and partner with the state. The way it works is we've identified, we have 77 counties in Oklahoma, and we've identified a couple needs. Number one is aging out of foster care. So between 16 to 18, when you age out of foster care, the, the numbers are staggering that the, an 18-year-old kid, if you think back to when you were 18 or you've got a kid that's 18 and how you help them get along and move into college or their dorm rooms or help them along, when they age out of foster care, they're done, they're on their own, and they're either in prison, they're dead, they're homeless, the numbers are staggering. And so uh, that's something we drill down by county, and then we engage the churches to get along and adopt those kids. And there's something like, in one of our bigger counties, uh, there's 500 churches, and there's only 12 kids that are aging out. So I'm trying to engage the church community to actually serve some of these needs that normally the government, you know, people just think, well, that's the government's job to do. But really, when somebody walks next to somebody and, and mentors someone, that's where real life changes happens. And so we need people engaged. And so all of my different state agencies are trying to engage the nonprofit community, the churches, and try to share some of those some of those stories and get them engaged to uh, to walk with their neighbor. And so it's called Be a Neighbor. Uh, it's something that we've we've launched across the state and, and uh, we're getting some great traction. That, that's a great program. And those are the those are the kinds of ways that we both need government, but then we also need the nonprofit community. We need the church community, the faith community, uh, do those kind of things. I have an, another question for you, and then I'm going to come back to you, Bob, and ask you the same question. But the title of this podcast and the, and the, the theme of it is centered around leadership. It seems like just today, we there's just a great need for good leadership, a kind of leadership that shepherds people. There's a there's also kind of a way that leaders kind of set the tone and create a culture. Uh, and we're talking about hope tonight. As a governor, there's a lot of a lot of duties, a lot of policies, a lot of a lot of things you have to execute as governor. But talk about the role that you have as a leader in the state and how you set the tone and how just the way you conduct yourself really matters. So I came from the private sector. I'd never ran for public office before I decided to run. I just felt like the Lord had laid it on my heart to mm -hmm. get involved. And so ran for governor and ended up winning. The leader of the state, when I was traveling with my business, our company did business in 40 states. And I mm -hmm. saw a lot of momentum happening in these other states, but not Oklahoma. We were kind of down in the dump and my company had grown. And so I, I ran and brought a vision that we can be a top 10 state. And I think whether you're the CEO, or you're the governor, I need to be the head cheerleader and I need to 
Mm -hmm. I need, sometimes we need somebody to say, you know what? I can see more in you than you can see in yourself. And I know Oklahoma can be a top 10 state, mm -hmm. everything that we do. And so hope, and that's what tonight's about. It's my wife's has this initiative and, and we're really focused on becoming a hope centered state that hope can be taught. And hope is the idea that your future can be better than your present, mm -hmm. whether it's a state or it's your marriage or it's your family. And so sometimes that's inherent in some folks, but sometimes we have to teach that to a young person who's never had good mentors or had a good role model to look at. And so I, if I've done anything as governor, I've really elevated our, our hope and our attitude and our confidence. And we're winning companies and people are seeing that Oklahoma is a place that you can grow and, and start a family and it's the best place. And so we're seeing companies move in. We're seeing people be attracted to Oklahoma. But I, I think the leader's job is really to be the cheerleader and the champion and really call out, you know, and help people to see themselves more than they even think they can accomplish on their own. That's a that's a great vision. You, Bob, you're kind of a cheerleader. The same question I asked the governor, but what kind of role do leaders, people, you know, whether you're a leader of a state or you're a public figure or someone who's known for your your books or you're leading an organization in some way, Explain just the the role that that you have in creating a culture where people do feel hope, and they talk about leaders as cheerleaders, as Governor Stitt did. Yeah, I think the I agree with what the governor said. And in addition to that, I was thinking about that idea of "I'm with you," like yeah. that idea just with you of all the uh, names that could have come up for uh, God, the Emmanuel, God with us, mm. and maybe so that we could use that as a model for us being with other people instead of just saying like "Hey, I'm for you." Yeah, that's it. I can be for a bunch of stuff, but to say I'm with you in it, to say, what's my piece of that? Is there any way that I can do it? And I've realized that I've spent my entire life avoiding the people Jesus spent his entire life engaging. And so I think somewhere along the line, I said, can I flip that and start engaging the people that Jesus was talking about? Hungry people, thirsty people, sick people, strange people, naked people, people in jail, widows, orphans. Like, you don't need a plan for your life. There it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, only pirates have maps. Uh, like, what we need is to just actually do something about it. So I, I'm with a group of guys. We've been meeting for 31 years. I'm like older than dirt. But we've been meeting with these guys, and we don't have a Bible study. We have a Bible doing. We say, what can we actually do about this? I don't want to just read about it and agree because I can't think of a single time Jesus said to his friends, just agree with me. He said, like, let's go do this. So uh, I get it about lifting these requests up, make them the requests that your neighbors have, like as the government works and puts a magnifying glass on something to take a close look at something rather than just a broad look at everything. Because I think that's where hope comes when we refine it. We say, I'm going to go a mile deep on this thing. I'm not going to just be snorkeling. I'm going to go shipwreck diving on this thing. I'm going to take foster kids. I'm going, I'm going where the gold is. And that's a mile deep. And I think what will happen along the way, and I want to commend you, Governor, for being willing to be misunderstood along the way. I'm misunderstood all the time. Jesus was. I mean, that's what it goes with the turf, but it also involves some sacrifice. So I want to thank you for doing that. Well, thanks, Bob, so much. And thank you, Governor. I think back on those conversations we had in 2019, and it's just been amazing to see how the Lord's blessed what's been happening through the Governor's Prayer Breakfast. And it's His faithfulness and your obedience and leadership 
I 100% am grateful for your leadership and friendship. And thanks, Dan, so much for leading us in this conversation. Gentlemen, let's go have a night of hope. Come on. Let's do it. Bring it. Thank you for listening to The Leaders We Need with Joel Harder, a podcast from Oklahoma Capital Culture. Oklahoma Capital Culture is a nonprofit organization shaping a culture of civility, integrity, and servant leadership among policymakers through nonpolitical and nonpartisan engagement. Learn more about Oklahoma Capital Culture and how you can help shape the leadership culture at www.capitalculture.com. Original music heard on The Leaders We Need, provided by Scott Allen Matthews at mypodcastmusic.com.